Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of What's Your Jersey? I just dance because that's what I do. Um, I'm Jacqueline Marfuji. I'm your host. And I just wanted to say, what up, meatballs? Thanks for tuning in and listening and reading and reviewing. I'm also very excited because I teamed up with Bobble Bar and HelloFresh. And I just want to thank you guys for supporting them and buying all the cool stuff that they have. They're amazing. I'm sitting here in really cool Bobble Bar cluster earrings right now. Yeah, they're great. They're fun. Um, I've just got back from New Jersey. So I feel like this is a very like East Coast inspired podcast. I did all the things. I actually was on a Sirius XM boxing radio show, which is very, very very, very random. We talked no boxing, um, which was cool. We talked Robin Williams. We talked uh, starting in comedy. I did it with Dana Moon and Annabelle DeSisto. But the legendary Jerry Cooney was one of the hosts with Randy Gordon, the commish, who's a big uh, boxing manager. So shout out to them. Thanks, guys, for having us. It was really, really fun. Um, and yeah, just did a lot of New York things. Did a lot of eating. I, w- I did a wedding. I, w- I went to a wedding. I didn't do a wedding. I didn't officiate a wedding. Uh, but my cousin, Wilmar Fuji, officiated it. And he killed it. <laughs> So if anyone's looking, my guest right now is someone I love so dearly and she's sitting on my couch just looking at me like I'm the biggest nerd because I am um, kind of, but like not really, but like whatever. Um, Guys, I'm just going to introduce her because we actually don't have tons of time this week. She just came from seeing pink. (laughs) 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 And I want you to recap that for the meatballs. Um, Pink was on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Uh, my guest this week, I've been on a world tour with. We toured and performed for the troops overseas. She's done many more of these tours. She's an angel. She's a fucking hilarious angel is what is more like it. Um, you can see her. Her show comes out this Friday, November yes, 3rd, right? November 3rd, Comedy Central. So excited. It's called Kevin Can Wait. No, it's what Kevin it? Hart presents um, Heart of the City. <laughs> Kevin Where did I get that with Kevin from? James. Yeah, I'm playing the part of Leah Remini. No, um, it's you Kevin Hart. I know I could. Story. I always felt like we could have been friends. Yeah. Um, Kevin Hart, Heart of the City, and yes. it's where Kevin Hart goes around to different like uh, cities, and they have comedy scenes, and then he picks four comics and he casts them on an episode. So he interviews us, and we get to do stand up, and it's really fun. I'm excited. <sighs> I can't wait to hear stories about that. Um, she also is a huge. Dallas Cowboys fan. <laughs> yes, I know. I we know. never let it get between our friendship. We don't. Because <laughs> I also root for the Giants when they're not playing my Cowboys because really? my dad is a Giants fan. Yes. So I always want them to do well except when they're playing the Cowboys. Boys. Yeah, you guys beat us this year and it was so painful. Yeah, but you guys are having a tough year. I mean, we are kind of too, but you guys have had a pretty rough year. I mean, you know it's a bad year when you play fantasy football and you've dropped the Giants defense Eli Manning and Odell Beckham from your team and kept Eagles players and Dallas Cowboys yeah, players. Right, exactly. <laughs> and like with every fiber of your being, you're like, I want to cut these bastards from my roster. And you're I, like, I, I want to win. Exactly. Yeah. I hate watch football now. That's what I know happening. it's tough. It's like, I feel like football is almost like a throwaway this season. Oh, wait. I want to finish this credit for you. Oh. She loves Converse sneakers. No, you know what? I don't even wear those anymore. God damn it, Jill. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Unless they want to sponsor me, and by which case, I will totally start wearing them again. It's funny because my last few pairs of sneakers have all been Nikes, 
but I always eyeball the shell toe Adidas because that's what you wear. Oh, I'm obsessed. And it's so funny. You always wore them. Like I've always no. known you to have pairs of them. And I, every time I see them, they have to be the right ones though. I haven't found, I love the shell toe and I haven't found the You know right what? One. Our mutual friend, Rachel O'Brien just got black ones with white stripes and Cute. like a gold shell toe. And Ooh, I, I feel like, like you could rock that. Oh, I, I like, would like, but now I'm glad you told me because now I won't buy those because she has them. Yeah. Cause yeah. I hate when people do that. I hate it I have too. friends that do that. They're like, that's so cute. Where'd you get it? No. You, and you tell them because you're innocent. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> and that, yeah, guess what? You don't get to also get the Wonder Woman Converse. I have them. So therefore, you cannot have them. Oh my God, I get so mad. It's like this woman when I was pregnant with my uh, son, who's 17 now. Um, Who is a stud. My little son. Yeah, he's awesome. Him and his girlfriend uh, This woman so was pregnant and she was like three months further along than me. Mm -hmm. So I was like, whatever, like four months. And she was like seven months. And she was like, um, oh, what are you going to name the baby? And I said, um, she said she didn't know what she was going to name her baby. What are you naming your baby? I said, oh, we're going to name him Carson. And she, her eyes like lit up and I could see that look in her face like, oh, and I go, do not name him Carson. And she looked at me crazy. And my husband at the time, like looked at me like, oh, is there going to be a fight? I was like, oh, we can't have too many Carsons on one block. Ha ha. They're... And I was, so I saw her months later after she had had the kid, I saw her husband and it, I had forgotten about the conversation. And I said to him, oh, you guys are the baby. Congratulations. Oh, what did you end up naming him? And he looked at me with this terrified look no. and he goes, um, CJ and I was like you motherfucker I was like no one names their kid initials you didn't want to tell me his name Carson so don't name your kid Carson nope. and don't get my same shoes that's all I'm saying <laughs> all right guys don't name your kid Carson and don't get the same shoes as the hilarious Jill Kimmel Yay, thank you go. ladies and gentlemen I'll be here all week <laughs> I know I'm sorry I should have said your name first no that's a terrible mistake you never announced the name before the credits always last always right? last yeah. I've witnessed that a few that times to us all the time on that tour it's like what They'd be like, everybody, Jack Lamar Fuji's coming to the stage. She's blah, 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 blah. And you're like, and then no. there's like this pathetic round of Awkward. applause. You're like, uh. punch it up with my name. <laughs> Everyone, Jacqueline Marfuji. Yeah. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. And usually when they're bringing me up to stage, it's like Jacqueline Marfuggy. Oh, yeah. They can, right? <laughs> it's the worst. It's hard. It's Italian, you assholes. I know. I know. But your name is lucky now, now that you switch back to your like actual well, name. Well, I mean, everybody got Brian right. Yep, I mean, that's nobody true. really got that wrong. I, but then I got divorced. But now they can't wait to say Kimmel because they feel like maybe it'll put an ass in a seat. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great for do comedy. We, do you mind if we talk about it? I'm like, if it's in context, Sure. Fine. Talk about it. Why not? But like, don't just bring. Okay, so some asshole interviewed me the other day, and she had the balls to say, um, "Oh, so I hear. Okay, so if you're not following along, I guess we haven't addressed it. Jimmy Kimmel is my brother. Whatever. Yes. So <laughs> she had the balls to say, "I saw that your brother did his show from New York last week," and I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "Yeah, I knew you were in New York, and that you were there." I said, "Yeah, it was really fun. We had a really nice time." She goes, "I was watching, and the whole time I was like wondering when he was going to bring you up, call you up from the audience on stage." And I, I hate just looked her at her. Already. I said, "It's really not how it works. Mm -mm. Those shows are pretty scripted. They don't just randomly call a person onto a national television show. Like, can you do your little skit for us, honey?" No. How do you not understand that? That's like, insane. Dumbass. No, I hate that shit. And yeah. she should know better. She should know better because she, she's been doing this for a long time. Exactly. She like, was right, just trying done. to like prod at you and maybe like name drop. I don't know. Yeah. I she don't also like asked me, um, oh, so how was the Kevin Hart show? When you met him, did you ask him about cheating on his wife? And I was like, I literally said, why in the world would I have asked him that? <laughs> 
<laughs> you congratulate him and his wife on the baby they're about to have. I, you tell him he's hilarious and that's I, it. And it was, I mean, I said to her, well, you know, to be honest with you, if his wife doesn't care, why would I? Like, it's not my Look life. you. I don't care. You're really good at that. You're really good at just <laughs> at like coming back, shutting it down. <laughs> down that's because i'm old and i've had to shut people down well you don't look old oh thanks she walked in here and i was like what the fuck are you doing no way i'm like been traveling for two days you've been doing it and doing it and doing it well thank you ll that is so nice (laughs) oh my god i'm jingling baby (laughs) um i forgot to mention in your credits that you're a champion karaoke rapper that is very true (laughs) that is true i am white chocolate <laughs> That's great. Oh yeah. god, loving mine. Yeah, cuz we did karaoke several. Now, here's the thing. I do karaoke and I rap at karaoke cuz it's not easy to keep up with a rap, but I'm not a singer. Like I can kind of fake singing, but I'm not a singer. But you are actually a very good singer. And so here we are in Portugal. Or where were we? Spain. Spain. And we're at a bar that served vinegar instead of wine. I was so So Jacqueline's so angry. like classy and like, can I please get a, a red wine? You know, she's a good Italian girl. She drinks a nice red Out wine. Out of a straw. And not, not super picky and like jerky about it. Not like, do you have this Beaujolais year, whatever. I think that's the only wine name I know. I just wanted to not just, be turned just it was so turned your <laughs> mouth was puckered your eye and i think like a goddamn champion you drank that shit i you totally like, did yeah, yep when it's, in spain you're like did i order balsamic i don't know why you're serving this shit <laughs> and then your rapping brought me back to life yeah and then you say i mean you really are a good singer like that's you're pretty multi-talented i mean i have my moments <laughs> yeah i was impressed i was like god damn no. she's fine and she can sing Ugh. too God. She's like Whitney Houston. But I hate that shit at karaoke. Like, I would never go up there and sing a ballad. I, I like right. to do fun stuff. I like to rap or yeah. do something that has a cool dance that goes along with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're you know? so good at the dancing. Okay, so I have to tell this story because I bet no one else who's been on your podcast knows this story. No. So we're in Egypt and we're in this beautiful resort. It was really gorgeous. And there's a nightclub. So we're like, let's do it because you can't really go too many places because it's kind of no, dangerous. You don't want to yeah, venture out. Know. So we're like, it's me and you and it's Johnny Cardinale and Nick Novicki and Chris Weivel. <laughs> and we're all at this nightclub. There's like six other people there, including the bartenders. Mm-hmm. And it's a huge place. Like floor lights up. Like it's Floor intense. lights up. It's like douche, douche, <laughs> douche. It's super. The music they're playing is all like each. And then they'll break into like five seconds of like some Michael Jackson song. You're like, oh my God, yes, they're going to play like American music. And you start, and they go back and, well, Jacqueline gave no fucks. She's like, you know what? I'm dancing. You were spectacular on that dance floor. You were, Nick and I were just sitting, literally sitting on the floor, so tired and just like watching, like she's really good. And you just turned it up. It's weird. All of a sudden, like if I get that like vibe, I literally looked at you and I was like, hold this. You were. just like handed you my my beer. My purse, my like shirt that was tied around my waist. And I was like, I'll be back. (laughs) Just, you were so fun. You're really good. But it's just fun for me. But I I don't do it to like attract men. At all. Like, there weren't any men no, there. No, there weren't. No. There were not. There and was if, one man and his was... name was Nick Novicki and he's clearly married. Yeah. I thought you were going to tell the other story about Portugal when you had to like get in a girl's face because she was trying to fight me. Oh my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> that was fun. You dropped the mic on this yeah, bitch. That I was... can't remember what you said to her. It was so good. I think I told her that she would... 
I, you have no idea who we are yeah, like and you don't know who you're this. fucking with or something. You don't want any of this. I never had a big sister, but I felt like oh, I did I, in that oh, moment. that's so nice. I've never been a big sister to a girl. Aww, yeah. Look at you. Me that neither. That was fun. I forgot about that. <laughs> that was That great. night was fun. We were up to like five that night. Oh God. I was so, I was late to the call the next day. Oh my God. I remember just like shooting up out of bed like, <laughs> We <laughs> had fun. And it was the funny thing. I mean, we just like would hang out like the five of us and it was like, yeah. we're here and we're here and then we'd hang out with the military people. They were great. We are they loved great. you. They loved You're all so, of us. You were like a very good teacher. Like I kind of was like. Well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Robinson. She Mrs. Robinson. The hottest Channing Tatum. Picture Channing Tatum if he went to the gym. Okay, I just saw Channing Tatum tonight. <laughs> he literally guest hosted the show that Pink was on tonight. That's and he, so cool. You know. I've liked Magic Mike. I was very like, you know, wowza by it. But I'm not one of those like. You're I not love a, a movie girl. star kind of pro- right. I'm not yeah. a, like a fangirl uh, generally. Like Garth Brooks, I really love, but not like in that sexual way. I just love him. Mm-hmm. Um, but Channing hosted tonight, and hello, my pants were tight. I was like, I like wow, that. he's a cutie pie. Is he funny too? He he was funny. He was charming. He was very endearing. Like every time he messed up, he apologized. <laughs> he was like, "This is hard, you guys." We're like, "Oh, whatever you need, Channing." He was <laughs> he was sweet. Like he's the kind of guy that I feel like would be. Like he would date my cousin and I would know he was fine and I would have to like fight off girls to like stay away from him. I, you would be the best cousin to have in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're also a really good wingman. Very good. You know, very good wingman. I always feel like I would, I want to do what I would want someone else to do for me. So I'm like, okay, I see this guy, like I'm going to talk to him, or I'll step up, or I'll be like, so, or, well, what are you guys doing later? Why don't you come with, the, you know, like always that thing? Because you want someone to do that for you, especially being single the last year and a half. It was like, can someone help a sister out, please? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you don't live in Los Angeles. You're visiting us right now. Right. You live in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. So what is the single scene like out there? Like how well, did luckily this... I don't know anymore because I... I have a boyfriend. <laughs> Can you say amazing. that again? I'm sorry. What do you have? I have a boyfriend. I know. It's Wait. so funny. I haven't had a boyfriend since uh, 1992 Holy because shit. I was 21 when I met my ex-husband. We dated for two years. We got engaged and then we got married after four years. We were married and together total for 23 years. Oh my God. So we got divorced in April of 2016 and so this is my first boyfriend this since like I was your, 21. You're going through your 20s now. It's so awesome, which this is amazing. good because he's only 33. So it really works this out. This works. 14-year <laughs> age difference. And he's so. you guys are so cute together. He's so cute. You guys are goals. How did you guys meet? You know how we met? Brant Tobler and Andrew Slater. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Brant Andrew? What up, Brant Andrew? <laughs> so Brant texts me one day. They're comedians, meatballs. Yes, they're comedians, good friends of ours. Yes. I've been on a tour with Brant also. And then Andrew's been on those tours as well, but not with either of us. And um, they were in town to do a show. The three of us were doing a show for my our buddy Adam, who has this app called Bravo. It's a tipping app. And you just like download it to your phone. And then if you don't have cash, like a valet or a bartender, whoever can also have the app. And you just, it's like a Venmo, but like for tipping. That's amazing. It's really very clever. And um, so he was, the, he they had us doing a show. Brand texted me. He's like, hey, I'm going to, I'm be in your neighborhood. You want to meet for lunch? I was like, sure. I just got done mowing the lawn. So I hopped in the shower, no makeup, wet hair in a bun, baseball hat, jeans, show up at this restaurant and it's Brant and Andrew and this guy, Jason, who's Andrew's best friend since they were two years old. So he lives in town. He lives like eight minutes from me and Andrew's in town to do a show. So he's with him. They're best friends. 
And something about him, he was not my type whatsoever. Um, I just was like, I liked, I don't know what it was, something about him. I was like, I like this guy. And so I even told my friend Lou, who's actually sitting on the couch right now. She's she's like, (laughs) she's she's trying to be quiet. And she's going to be quiet for the rest of the episode. (laughs) She's Um, amazing. She's from Jersey too. I know she's from Jersey. And once I start talking to her, I can't stop. So we don't, we don't really want that. You guys are going to have to come back. Um, So she was at the bar that night. I called her that day and I was like, I met this guy today. And she's like, who? Because I'd been like, I'd been seeing a couple guys on Match.com. Nothing special, just like a date or two. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. He's Andrew and Brand's friend. He's really cute. He's not even my type. I kept saying, I was like, and then he came to the show that night. And I did one of these like, oh, do you have Facebook? And he was like, I mean, I have it, but I'm not on there. And I'm like, okay, well, let me get your number. If you ever want to come to a show, like I made it like, yeah, I'll hook you up. (laughs) We texted for like two and a half weeks very loosely. Like I text him and go, hey, Thursday, we're going to go do this. If you want to come, me and my friends, he'd be like, oh, yeah, maybe. And then he wouldn't come. Um, and then like a few days later, he texted me like, Hey, I'm in Vegas right now. I know you used to live here. What's the best place to get Mac and cheese? Cause I talked about how I love Mac and cheese and I was kind of like, I think he's flirting, but I don't. And so a couple more times I invited him out and he wasn't able to come. And the finally, the last time it was like two and a half weeks after we met, I was like, this guy's not interested. So I was like, you know what? Whatever. And the next day he texted me. I was like, I want to take you out. I'm leaving Thursday for a month. I'm going to China for work. And I was like, okay. So we went out Tuesday night, hit it off like crazy. That was April 4th. Oh my God. You look like a teenager (laughs) right now. Like this is so cool. This makes me really happy. Yeah. So is your advice for meatballs out there when it comes to this stuff? Just like wait it out don't be too aggressive but just like let things happen yeah but like a little I mean I wasn't aggressive like bugging him I definitely try to put myself in the other person's position because think about how many times like someone will text you obviously before you met your man like someone will text you and be like a little too aggressive and when you're not that interested immediately like one guy that liked me but I was kind of like I wasn't sure he text me like good morning sunshine and I was like ah oh, no Gross. no but if you were not him, sunshine yeah you would have been all about it though. I, right if yeah. you like him you're like oh my god he called me sunshine he's sunshine and oh my, my god sun rises and sets because of me for him but with this guy's like no die it's a cloudy day no sunshine like <laughs> that's how I know so I never want someone to feel that way I never no. want someone to be like ugh when they get my text but the funny thing is and I think people need to remember this when you're dating and going through stuff that like sometimes the chemistry is just not there for one person and you can't take it personally you can't take it personally I dated someone last year for two months and we did hit it off we did have chemistry we had a good time did I meet him at the comedy store you did meet him yeah Mm -hmm. Um, and about three weeks in after gangbusters chemistry he kind of I kind of noticed he was tapering off a little but I Every time I call Lou crying, um, <laughs> I just I just thought, friend. well, maybe I'm overreacting. Well, maybe I'm being, you know, maybe this is the way it is. I don't know. I haven't dated in so long. and But he was pulling back. I realized, you know, when he broke up with me on December 1st, when we went to a hockey game, <laughs> you know, when he said, look, it's hey, just don't not do working that. out. You know, but I didn't. Then looking back, I go, oh, shit, he wasn't a jerk. He was giving me signs. Yeah. He was pulling back. He didn't introduce me to his friends. Like. I realized it after, but you know, I've dated in so long, I didn't know. So then with Jason, I like, you know, was hyper vigilant about, I'm not going to drive him crazy. I'm not going to be all on his jock. I'm not, but he was like so into it and great from the beginning that it was hard not to just like fall in love with him. Oh my Ah! God. Meatball, she dropped the L word. (laughs) 
<laughs> but also you've been honestly I stalk you on social media because I can't live next also to you because I post constantly <laughs> she it's does hard. post constantly <laughs> it's so if you to want to know it. what's happening with Jill you will know if you, you go on know. her pages That's right you have been like living your best life and really hustling yeah. and I think that also helps when you're first starting to date someone because it takes all the attention off the relationship you've been focusing on yourself I have but like you know because as you know but the other listeners wouldn't know um over the last since like 2013 I had weight loss surgery and I've lost over 100 pounds so like Yay. I feel physically better and that kind of thing so you kind of start to come into your own where you're like okay I feel like myself again yeah like because I always was like a regular sized person then I had gained a lot of weight after kids and stuff and never lost I never felt like myself I lost the weight I'm like okay now I'm back like okay Jill's back it's like hello you know <laughs> when you like go back to an old job you get rehired and all your friends are there you're like what's up bitches it's They're like, like oh my god yeah back to school right. my cousins were all happy <laughs> to see me again like my mom felt like she had lost an old friend that she found you know it was like the old me was back so I also learning stuff from my old relationship I mean, I was always fighting you know this but like yeah. other people my ex-husband and I we fought a lot he's not a bad person we just really weren't right for each other mm -hmm. I don't regret marrying him because we have two great kids but you have amazing kids yeah. um Allison the contour queen oh my Go god to her daughter's she, page if you uh, oh, she's she's amazing oh my god and yeah. she's so cool she's very cool she my knows, son is also very cool he's so funny he's so funny <laughs> he's great he's wonderful the kids are great you make and great so, kids thank but you. I feel like they came out of the womb like they were 25 that is basically true especially <laughs> Allison she was literally three and you're like I think she's 40 it's I know my aunt Chippy's always like, I'd rather talk to her than any adult I've ever met. From three years old, this kid can have a conversation. And you're just like, I know. It's so but, funny. Yeah. And it's just like, they're great. And I don't regret marrying him, but we just really weren't right for each other. Fought yeah. all the time. Really didn't have a lot in common, which is what we found out over the years. So with Jason, like I try... I don't feel like controlling him. Like with Carson, I was always mad and I always wanted to control him. Whatever it was, even like down to one time we were going to a Christmas party, he shows up at my house and he had like dyed his hair. He just like had a friend who did it. He thought it looked cool. He wanted to try. I mean, this is like 20 years ago. It was like we were first, we weren't even married yet. Was he going he like, gray? No, he wasn't was even then. And the funny thing choice. is he is gray now and he looks great, but yeah. his friend had done it and he thought, oh, that's cool. It was like 20 years ago. He put a little like just from whatever. He showed up at my house I lost my shit. As I was like, we are going it. to a Christmas party for my work. These people have never met you. Are you crazy? <laughs> like yelling at one time he showed up to dinner. We were going out with my best friend for my birthday and I drove from work. So I met him separately. So I wasn't home to supervise his wardrobe. He showed up in jeans oh, and a Hawaiian shirt and dress shoes. And you would have thought he had showed up with like a murdered puppy in a bag. I was <laughs> so mad. Like, and with him, I really just always wanted to control him because it felt like he always wanted to spite me. It was a very, very unhealthy. With Jason, it's like he can do things. And I'm like, like okay. he liked this unicorn shirt. There's this dumb shirt that guys are getting. It's like spandex and it's got a unicorn with a cat riding it, like shooting a gun. It's this <sighs> random dumb shirt. He saw it online. He was like, I love this shirt and I'm getting it. And I was like, you're not getting that shirt. He's like, I'm so getting it. I'm like, no, you're not. And I'm on my phone. I'm ordering him the shirt as I'm telling him he's not. Not only did I allow him to have it I mean I allow in air quotes but I ordered it for him and he put it on and I just thought it was the funniest thing like he does stuff that makes me like he grew this mustache it was 
kind of a terrible mustache looking back. You know, in retrospect, everyone's like, my brother literally said, what's with the mustache? Like the minute he saw him, <laughs> I thought he looked adorable. I was like, you're cute. Look at mustache. Like, who am I? I don't know. But I like who I am much better because yeah, of Yeah, but you're, I find that too, where my main squeeze will do shit that's like not attractive or like right? funny or whatever. And if I was uptight or like, I don't know. Didn't love him as much as I do. Whatever. You um, can say it. Uh, He's so uh, cute. I, I think I would get angry or be like, you can't do that. Yeah. Or no. I think, I think that's how you know. Yeah. It's just kind of like, like he you is know it's he is. right. And it's easy. And he makes you feel easy. So and like, easy. Right? Like fighting and struggling sucks. Yeah. And I, I mean, I can say that now because I'm not in it. But oh my God. When you're in it though, it's hard to get out it's of it. It's so hard Blah. to get out. Especially if you're married and have kids. Like it's tough. But like honestly, there's a better life out there. Even if the life is being by yourself and just hanging with your friends. Because guess what? You don't fight with yourself. <laughs> you never make yourself cry yourself to sleep. You're so right. it's like you don't need a cry playlist for your damn self. Like, you know, Chill. you treat yourself when you feel sad, right? You give yourself a little ice cream. You watch your favorite movie. You listen to a song. Maybe take a bath. Look you know, you. you treat yourself when you're sad. That's how someone you love should treat you. It's so true. God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, if you're going through a breakup, Seriously. relationship breakup, friend breakup, I mean, I know friends fight sometimes. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, sometimes that sucks too. Just treat yourself. For real. And guess what? I'm almost 47 and I yeah. have two teenagers. So I'm not like some 24-year-old spring chicken with a hot body. Yeah, but you're so confident in that way. Oh, where, like, you I'm confident when I'm wearing pants and a baggy shirt <laughs> <laughs> no but like you i have watched it <laughs> with very hot men not now jason um <laughs> but i've watched you just be able to zero in there's something about your personality and your i hate saying swagger i wish there was a better word i could think of right now where you can make shit happen you well know? i mean i'm definitely confident in my personality only because you know, like I know being a comic for 11 and a half years, I know what makes people laugh. So for like sure. with a guy, I don't care how hot you are. You could be Channing Tatum. I can, you I'm can get very confident in talking to you. I don't ever think I could take you home. I don't think you're going to want to, you know, hook up with me or see me in a bathing suit. God forbid. But I definitely no know Stop. I'm going to be confident in that conversation. You so. know, what's <laughs> funny. A lot of my girlfriends that are comedians that are dating, they'll come back from a date and they'll be like, oh my God, it was the best date ever. And I'm like, hold on, hold on. Was it you charming him? Like, was it you being you? Because you can be great with yeah. anyone. So I think it's hard for people that charm people for a living. It is. It is to hard. To just sit back and like observe and let the other very person hard. charm them. And it's also very hard for men in particular to be with a woman who's a comedian. Because you're strong and you're, I mean, you have to be. You cannot be some weak, spineless, little pathetic. Eh. I mean. You have to be strong and confident. And even if you're just portraying that you are <laughs> and you leave the stage, you're like, oh my God, what am I? Whatever. You, you fake it till to, you make it. If you can fake it till you make it, guys are very intimidated by that. So it's got to be a strong, confident dude who's like, do your thing, girl. If you ever get someone who's like jealous or where were you or Ooh. what were you doing or. And you're like, I was just like hanging on the patio at the comedy store. Like I'm networking. This is part of my job. 
run like the wind. You can't. You want someone who goes, get it, baby, smacks you on your ass and is like, I love watching you on stage. That's what you want. You know what's funny? You, If you peel away your layers and you take away the comedian, you're intimidating just as you are. Like you come from an army of an Italian family. Yeah, yeah. Like you have lot. brothers. You like you just a as lot. a human, and I go through this, you and I are opposites where like my mom is like Irish, German, right. and my dad's 100% Italian yep. and you're the Flip of it. Right. So I didn't get the cool ass name. <laughs> Your I last mean, name's last pretty cool. Worked out and all. But for it's other terrible. reasons. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. It's like very hard to. It's hard because you do have to tone yourself down. I even find like at baby showers, like not even dating, yeah. but I'll go to a baby shower of, you know, like a friend who I'm good friends with for years and she knows me and whatever. And I show up and I feel like, oh, I've got to t- entertain all these people. Like they're expecting me. Yeah. To, and so I find myself like just trying to be quiet and kind of sit in a corner. I like do that too. Yeah. Because you also don't want them to think that you're trying to take over. Yeah. But sometimes you're like, there's dead air people. <laughs> like... Someone's got to talk and I'm the only one with a cool story. So, okay. So speaking of dead air, so the podcast is called what's your Jersey. So my Jersey is New Jersey. That's where I'm from. Right. Now you were born in Brooklyn. Yes, but, but you were raised in Vegas. I was raised in Vegas. Okay. So that would be my Jersey. (laughs) Jill's Jersey is Vegas. It's so crazy and not to get like somber or whatever, but right now there's the Vegas strong hashtag. And now because of what happened yesterday in New York, there's a New York strong hashtag. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you, you have spent a lot of time and you have a lot of roots in both of yeah. those places. You know, and it's like, it doesn't even, I mean, it it matters, but it doesn't. I mean, it's all America, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like I, Boston, I certainly felt for Boston when all that went down with the, you know, the marathon and everything. You feel, but when it's a place where you've lived, where you've envisioned, you know, you can, you've been on that street, you've been in that walkway, you've been in that parking lot, you've been at that hotel, whatever the case, when you can put yourself in a position of like imagining that could have been me. That could have been one of my cousins, God forbid. That could have been someone I loved. You know what I mean? Yes, I'm doing the sign of the she cross. Um, but I think if we all, I know this sounds very like dumb and like out there, but I think like how about anytime anything bad happens, we put ourselves in someone else's position. Okay, so I have been really vocal on the internet lately, very fighting with people like fighting with people a lot because my brother has been using his platform to talk a lot about health care which he thinks everyone should have health care yeah and we're definitely not like woohoo obamacare is 100 percent. no no we're feeling like it's a step in the right direction you know what i mean that kind of thing it needs a lot of work but doesn't everybody agree that everyone should have health care in some fashion that is affordable like i feel like that just makes common sense i know there's a lot of politics and things but that's just kind of like a general then the other thing with gun control no one's taking your guns no one's trying to but like these automatic weapon or well whatever they are I, I know i might not be using the right terminology but a weapon that's like boom 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 uzis isn't necessary are, right so that's that kind of thing so i'm not even here to like argue politics but those kinds of things you're talking about people are sending me death threats about how you know you and go do this to your brother and you're disgusting and all these terrible things right so i'm fighting people left and right fighting 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 some days i spend hours just fighting with people calling them garbage fire and telling them they're dumb and correcting their spelling and just like saying all these things the other day someone and now I have these Facebook videos that I put out that I I do love your video thank you so I do them like in conjunction with my brother he's kind enough to share them on his page so I get some decent views on them and you could just go to Jill Kimmel comedy on Facebook and I post them on there usually once a week but sometimes take a couple weeks off um and uh 
people will, you know, because Jimmy shares them. So they see he shared something and they just make a comment that's like mean. And I'm like, dude, I'm talking about pedicures here. Do I need a political ranting from you? So the other day, some guy posted and said, I think his name was Terry something. And he said something like, oh, she's just as annoying as her brother. So some girl that likes me was like, you know, why do you have to write that? So I commented, I go, yeah, you know what? To be honest, Terry, like, why did you have to write that? If you find Jimmy annoying, for one thing, why do you follow his page? Why are you watching? And also, if you find me annoying, don't watch my videos. It's really as simple as that. You probably have better things to do with your time if you find us both annoying. And he wrote back and he was like, wow, I got a semi-celebrity to reply to me and, and or something like that. And I wrote and I said, LOL, I'll take it. You know, semi-celebrity is like better than, you know, nothing. Oh, yeah. And um, But honestly, you know... You don't really have to be mean. You know, it really isn't necessary. And your dog's really cute. Something like that because he had a cute dog. And he was like, you know what, Jill? You are right. I'm sorry I said that. I'm sorry I said you were and your brother annoying and you've just gained a fan. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. Yes. I'm catching more flies with honey. But what am I going to do with all these flies? I like, I, you know what? And it's like so weird. I thought, you know what? I'm going to try this new tactic and not call people terrible, terrible, filthy names on the Internet anymore. And maybe, maybe people will be nicer to me because I don't like getting death threats. They I hurt don't my feelings. Like, guys, if if you're giving Jill death threats, I'm it's gonna mean. I'm gonna get on your ass. It is mean. It's, it's not messed nice. up. It's not necessary. There's so much hate and bad shit going on in the world. We don't need They're death like, threats. Look at this old hag. I'm oh, like, oh my god. god. Like, I know. Stop. I am an old hag. I know. It's so fun. I had to stop reading like certain things that people say. Yeah. And the don't read is, the comments is a very good yeah. piece of advice. And it's always like the worst things you think about yourself. That's what they say. And you're like, are you in my head? How do you know this shit? My like crying yeah but now i just respond thanks for listening yeah <laughs> like Hashtag i love bless, my fans blessings to you yeah Whatever. like thank you because like, you want to like click like on things that people say that are nice oh, you yeah, know or like sure. a little smiley no. and then you see one that like it's like an assault it's like you're laying in the sun and it's beautiful you're getting a beautiful tan you're really enjoying and somebody just like throws cold water and you're like oh why you're like you oh shit no i have this one person i'm not gonna say the name or whatever ever but i'll like block them or think they're gone and somehow they come back in why and i don't get it i don't get it and like they'll they'll say mean shit like the last thing they did they commented under a picture of this girl who was a beautiful she looked like a russian like instagram model and all they did was tag me in it and they were like jacklamar fuji this looks like you but pretty (gasps) (laughs) it's just like cool like thanks first of all rude <laughs> first of all not true because you. you are one of the loveliest people Thank i know you. inside and out and it's your body funny. holy shit oh <laughs> god i was on the vma diet for a while aka i was performing on that stand up to the streets show so. okay okay stand up to the streets which like is done in the belly room yeah so maybe like 65 people are there and got to appreciate all your hard work but you teach like yeah, plyo, plyo jam, jam classes I wish and stuff. you could come take it. I it's will so never fun. come take it, but you are the most wonderful person for <laughs> inviting me. I'm not an exerciser. I know you would hate it. I do it's, it. It's I, a lot I'm, of cardio. I can dance like on a dance floor. Oh, like yeah. you I can, I would never be embarrassed like if I was, you know, just on a dance floor in like a club. Yeah. But like I can't dance like like doing routines and I numbers. I can't either anymore. Oh my God. I'm like, one, I'm like Elaine from Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> That's not that terrible. You know, I don't think it's about that. It's about just moving. Getting your body moving. <laughs> Yes. And getting your heart pumping, mm-hmm. but yeah, you I think look it's good. having you shake the hair. Days. I love a good hair flip. I love oh, that hashtag. God. 
No, it's Your fine. hair flips They're are good. beyond reproach. Oh, we'll do a hair flip tutorial later. You really should. <laughs> I know. You really should. You have to wear leg warmers in the video. <laughs> I'm going to dedicate it to you. Oh my God, thank you. You're welcome. Like when you taught me how to take a selfie in the Winston Churchill house. That was so house, fun. I might repost that video. I know, the Winston Churchill suite in it was. Egypt. Oh, Did you ever right. think you'd say that sentence? So weird. Right before we went to the pyramids. <laughs> right before we saw the Sphinx. Right. And climbed Whatever. a pyramid. And rode camels together. <laughs> The only two times I had panic attacks on the trip were at the top of the pyramid when I saw what we were going to have to like walk down. That was rough. That was a little sca- I got a little claustrophobic. I don't like tight spaces. That was the spaces. one time that Nick Novicki was like had it all like figured out. He was like, you fools, you suckers. Because Nick is a little person. He's a little person. And so he didn't have to like break his back to get like up and down this thing. We he was like, like perfect. Oh. Oh my God, we were like hunched over and like so sliding. <laughs> Ridiculous. And then it was, I think the last night we were in Jordan, we were in like an army tent or Where something. Were we? when, I can't even remember. It was the last oh. night when our show got pushed back because oh, they yeah. had had like a tragedy on base. That's right. And I, it, it was the end we of the tour. We met the hottest firefighters in the world on that tour we though. Did. I'm still friends with all those guys. I know. Yeah. That's on like so Instagram cool. and Facebook. Such nice guys. Is there anyone guys. you want to shout out? Re- like we, who was it? Like I Jeff and they had, they're reunited together some of them are like deployed together again oh, somewhere we that. just had such a good time. Oh, what about like Aslan and oh my god <laughs> we had Mary Aslan like, and Mary are these two beautiful they're beautiful gorgeous yeah, yeah. I forget Mary's what their role in was New Mexico now they okay. were kind of like I think Mary's actually kind of human resources ish yeah. if I remember and Aslan was like in charge of the place we had the show so she's basically like entertainment and whatever they ruled they were so funny we sat back two professional comedians and just watched these two tear it up they literally talked to each other just in beyonce quotes yeah. <laughs> like that was oh, their conversation and it worked like, hashtag slay what girl work? coming to form Halo, what yeah. oh. surf girl watermelon it was like what we're like smoking hookah with them they're like oh we're gonna take you to this place uh, it's the um jordanian george clooney habibi habibi like whatever we were what so like life? amazed they turned our heads the whole and then they were so happy when we put makeup on oh god well, you always had makeup on but i finally did so they're like you came into form yes you looked hot that night i did i straightened great. my hair i was like because i was inspired by you <laughs> and oh no i don't think i straightened. but we were listening to you looked so do you pretty. remember what we were listening to was we it? were in one of like the portables getting ready with yeah. giant roaches running across yeah, the floor. Yeah, there was cockroaches running. Yeah. And I, we didn't even give a shit at that point. That was like no big deal. We're like, ew. Yeah, we were getting ready to Jason Derulo. Derulo. I want you to want me. <laughs> Do not sleep. <laughs> Every time I hear it, I'm like, Jacqueline. You sent me videos of that. I it was so that. good. Did you have straight hair when you were a little girl? When did the yes, curls start? When I was in like puberty. Like really? seventh or eighth grade, I was like, what? I would go to sleep with my hair wet. Like, you know, I'd take a shower like, at whatever. night, wake up, and I would have like half of my hair was like kind of like short and formed to my head. And I didn't know what ha- I would bobby pin my bangs back. I did not know what was going on. <laughs> Turns out my hair was becoming curly. And then in like ninth grade, I was like, oh, I have curly hair. And now it's like insanely curly. Yeah, but I'm jealous because you can go straight. Too. Yeah, but it's so much work. It's all you have. Well, you have a lot of hair. It's good. No, it's not that much hair. It's just it's the just flat curly. ironing. And when, like, when you see it straight, you realize it's not that much. It's just volume. At least you're not clipping hair into your head. No. Are like you? Me. <laughs> yes, do you? Well, it looks do. great. You would never know. The main squeeze calls them my Muppets. Your Muppets. <laughs> like, I love it. I know. Oh, that's cute. Wait, so I'm trying to picture you as a little girl. One, I think I read somewhere and you have a really close family like myself. And yeah. you said family dinners were always really important in your household. Yeah. 
And that was always like the biggest thing for us. So much fun. But I felt like other friends of mine thought we were weird because of that. They still think we're weird. (laughs) They really, well now though, I think as adults, people like really wish they had that, you know? Mm. Like, wow, how many times have you heard, will you guys adopt me? Yeah. A million, right? (laughs) Always. Because it's like they see this strong family unit that's still, and I mean, we, you're the same with me, like, you know siblings and cousins and aunts and you have so many cousins you're like I don't really I just am close with all of them and I talk about all of them Jamsy Jamsy Jamsy. what up Jamsy I hope you guys are listening how long was our tour like two weeks yeah I think it was two weeks like yeah we had so much fun like Mm -hmm. you were always got it bless you it would be five in the morning (laughs) we'd be waiting for a bus to pick us up and she would be full form makeup (laughs) not like just like like as if she were going out for the night like lovely (laughs) lip gloss highlight contour eyeshadow i'm in training for barely could brush my teeth i was like that was the one thing i did that was i packed the night before i would brush my teeth and that was it i mean I didn't even like bless these people with concealer or deodorant. You were because you're naturally high. Okay, you are mental. (laughs) So not. I was just. I just owned the fact that I was like, I'm old and nothing's happening, and I don't care. No, I'm a psycho. Do you want to know what I did at the airport at six fifteen this morning? Because I thought I was coming to the show with you and like doing all the things tonight. What? There was a Mac in the airport oh. and I had Liz what up Liz at Newark airport go see her 4 a.m. to 1 p.m. every day 4 a.m. yeah there? I she put fake eyelashes on for me she did at Newark I bought God them I you, paid Liz. her oh, for you it have to. yeah but I got lashes put on. reasonably priced lashes yeah like she's amazing and Thank yeah you, Liz right? what was she doing at 4 a.m. there well that's her job they have a Mac I at the airport open, I know I isn't mean, that you crazy find, like a Wetzel's pretzels open at that hour <laughs> It's crazy. Um, I want to hear about filming the whole Kevin Hart thing. You oh, touched on it, yeah. but I want to hear more about it. So um, back in like early March or early February, I had heard that Kevin Hart had this show. He was going to be looking for comedians. They were going to do a showcase. And I'm in Phoenix. And we have a couple big clubs. Like Stand Up Live holds over 600 people. Um, Tempe Improv holds like 460. They're owned by the same people. Great, great club. The best clubs in the world. I mean, like seriously, they treat you like gold. And then, um, so we have a really good, and there's a couple other clubs there too, but um, there's actually a new club I want to give a shout out to on the west side of town at Westgate called Stir Crazy, and I'll be there in mid-December. And this great guy, Tom Sims, owns it and runs it. He's a comic, so he really gets it. Oh, and I like, love that. Super good club. So um, I really, really love being in Phoenix and performing. It's a great place. And they were looking for comics. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh. And so my friend Brian Ritchie, who's a great comic, I've known him since I started, he was like, I'm going to recommend you because there's, there's this one guy kind of doing the scouting and he kind of asked me to like, you know, recommend some names. So I was like, that'd be great. Thank you. He recommends me and they ended up picking like 16 comics to be on this showcase in Phoenix. And there were a few people who didn't do too well, like they, whatever. But for the most part, everybody really did a great job that I legitimately was feeling like if I don't get picked, I'm cool with it because there were so many really good comics. And, um, we just did the showcase and then we waited and they actually called me about two weeks after the showcase and they really are like, look, it's like 99.9% that we want you. We can't confirm it. We haven't called anyone else, but have you been on TV? And I'm like, well, yeah, but I've never done stand up. Are you sure? Because last season we had someone we really liked 
and she assured us she had never done stand-up on TV. And four days before taping, we found out she had done some, like, smaller thing on some, like, but she, and they just really wanted someone with no stand-up on TV experience. Okay. So I was kind of racking my brain, like, and I was like, no, I mean, I've, like, I've acted in skits. I've done commercials. Yeah, um, you've done like, a lot of commercials. Yeah, like local Arizona yeah. stuff. Nothing exciting. I did a couple with Kurt Warner, who's a great football player. Oh, so that was kind of cool, but very nobody else exciting. Very the pod. Yes. <laughs> and um, so whatever, you know. And sure enough, I was fortunate enough they picked me and Brian Ritchie also got picked, totally deserving. That's awesome. And these two other comics, Terrence Delane and J-Mac, and um, they picked the four of us. So we filmed in August and we Kevin interviewed us. It was like a round table, the four of us, and he interviewed us. He asked us all the same questions and he kind of asked a few that were different and they'll edit that however they're going to do it. They actually tweeted out a clip of it i love the clip that was so funny so if you go follow me on it's me jill kimmel on twitter you can see the clip and then they had us do stand-up we did like an eight to nine minute show that's so Um, cool we did each like an eight to nine minute set and kevin was there and he watched and did he critique or give like any notes but he just he laughed from the back of the room and afterwards he got up and he thanked the audience he's like you know what this is really hard like these are comics they you know struggle and they work and they're really trying to do their best and like thanks for supporting live comedy like super cool you know yeah nice guy we didn't really get to spend a lot of time with him but he just really seemed cool and he's a comic you know and he really still gets it I think he's not totally out of touch with where he came from he um he did a podcast he did Barry Katz's podcast oh yeah and if you if you guys haven't heard it, it's one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. Really? Because he just he in the podcast is very humble about like how many times he was knocked down in his career and had to like keep going yeah. and how many things were almost something and then didn't yeah. turn into and anything. We've all been there, right? Oh, yeah. Because it just takes one thing. I don't get excited about anything. Anything. Anymore. <laughs> it's almost like watching porn. You watch it so much. Eventually, <laughs> nothing excites you. So you got to stop that garbage and, you know, like treat yourself occasionally. Like, and that's how I feel with like anything comedy or acting. So many offers, so many webisodes, so many deferred payments, so many this will be good exposures that you just finally start to pick and choose and go, I'm going to do the things that feel right, that feel like they could be fun if it leads to something awesome. If not, no harm, no foul, like whatever. And this thing, it really led to something. So Friday night, Comedy Central, 11 p.m. And I think if you've got an East Coast feed, you could watch it at 8 p.m. If you if you got that earlier feed. So they'll have a couple. But yeah, I'm really excited. It's like I've worked hard for it. And, you know, people ask me that. Oh, your brother, your brother. You know what? My brother is awesome. He's very successful. But stand up is me and a microphone and a stage. And he cannot help me no matter how much he might want to or how much he might think I need the help. You know, he really can't. And it's just you and like, it's I'm really proud of like that I did it on my own. I'm proud of you too. Thank you. I'm so excited. I think it all came together. I think timing wise. Yeah. I one of the jokes I've seen clips wise is about getting divorced. Right. I yeah. love it. What are you gonna do? Everything. And just, everyone. And yeah. everyone. <laughs> and now with yes. Jason's in the audience, I always feel bad. I go, I don't want to say that anymore. He's like, It's funny, just say it. Yeah, that's exactly. what you need. That's a, a good man who take boyfriend. one of your jokes that's about sleeping with everyone in the world and go, It's fine. I know who you really are. Exactly. Yeah. No, I respect that a lot. Yeah, it's been really fun. And it's like it's a long journey. Anyone who's done stand up knows. Anyone who's gotten anything handed to them right off the bat 
God bless you and Great. good for you. You did a video, you're Rebecca Black, and you made some crazy <laughs> videos singing Friday, and all of a sudden you're famous. The Catch me outside, girl. You know what? Good for you. Who cares? Everyone's got their own path. But it doesn't sustain if you don't have the goods right. to back it, it up. It doesn't, but also, you know what? Good for you. If yeah. it sustains, God bless Amazing. you. Because guess what? It doesn't affect me because comedy is one of these careers where there's room for all of us. Exactly. That's the nice thing, you know? My there's mom. room for all. It's not a football team where there's a certain amount of guys on a team, and if you make it, I don't. It's like there's room for everybody. Exactly. So move over. It's like Italian family table. There's always more meatballs in the pot, right? <laughs> move over. Move over. Share the chair with me. Can you share the chair? Move Wait, your fat ass. Was there always a tape recorder at your table? Well, yes. And that was my brother's doing entirely. <laughs> he would put a tape recorder because my Aunt Chippy was funny to listen to her yell at everybody. <laughs> so our tapes go something like, Frank, pass the goddamn ketchup. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you kidding me right now? It was basically her yelling that. And, and we just laughed for years. We would just listen to tapes of her. And that. she still does it. I mean, she's, God bless her. She's alive. She lives in Las Vegas. And if you ever want to hear her scream, just hang around her for like more than 30 seconds yeah. and she'll probably do it. <laughs> I love that so much. I know. Yes. Do you have any favorite moments from your childhood that you think influenced like your comedic timing you or know, just you being funny? The family was always funny. Mm. And I always remember if you made Jimmy laugh, it was like a major thing, it, which is funny because it's not like he was this comedy guy growing up. Yeah. He would just... He was kind of, I guess, kind of astute to comedy where like not a lot of things made him laugh. So if we made him laugh, me and my mom, it was like super exciting. My grandfather was really funny, like with dumb puns. And then like it was always like he'd write you a check for your birthday. It was always 20 doll hairs or we live in lost wages, you know. And it was like stupid, like very corny, pun, like punny type jokes. But it was always like sweet and grandpa. So we always like to make each other laugh. There's a lot of us, you know. Yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to eat and you're going to crack jokes. And you tried not to do it at anyone else's expense. I don't remember anyone ever making fun of anyone in the family. I mean, there was a little teasing. You know, there'd be some teasing but very good natured. No one ever left the table crying. I mean, I did a couple times, but only because I was super sensitive and like way like hormonal. But like no one ever tried to hurt anyone's feelings. And I think that was a nice way to grow up. Joking and laughing, but never like being mean. And I try to do that on stage. I don't want to be mean. If I'm mean, I'm usually mean about myself. Like I yeah. would never, even like my ex-husband, I don't want to be like this. I, I tried that for a while, a little phase of like kind of bashing him a little. And I found like it not only didn't feel good to me, it didn't feel genuine because he's not a bad person. The audience didn't care for it. They can tell, I think, when you're not being genuine to yourself. And they also don't like that mean thing. They don't. Like, it's like, I mean, you can poke fun at yourself or like kind of complain about stuff. But I think being mean is not the way to go. And so that's kind of what I learned from my family. Like if you want to be funny, be funny, but not really at someone's expense. I love that. Um, so we do a section called Just Enough with Jacqueline. You do. And it's just enough sports for the week for oh. anyone who doesn't know about sports. Right, gotcha. <laughs> so you could like talk about it with yeah. your boyfriend or your friends or your coworkers at work. Because people have real jobs that listen to this, which is weird. Oh, God bless um, them. I know. I did a real job for so many years and I just, <laughs> I don't know how I hung in. There were so many days I would just think, if I quit by Friday I won't have to do that report like there were legitimately a lot of days like that 
I get you. I feel you. I have I to leave for work soon. So I feel you. Um, the reason why I bring this up, uh, the head of Papa John's, John Schnatter, I think is his name, um, is now blaming the NFL and the protesting that's been happening in the NFL for the $70 million fall in sales that they've had today okay. at Papa John's. As an Just- Italian... As someone with taste buds, your pizza is shit, Papa John. It tastes like someone put ketchup on a piece of cardboard indeed. I mean, like, I would rather have Costco pizza, which is terrible (laughs) pizza. Now, go to Joe's on Bleecker in Manhattan and get yourself a real slice of pizza. Or if you're in Arizona, go to Chris Bianco's and have some incredible, unbelievable pizza. Write those down. But Papa John's, stick your pizza, roll it. Pat it, stick it up your ass. It's terrible. These people are protesting, and whether you like it or not, they're trying to do a peaceful way to say we don't appreciate the way people of color are treated in this country. Whether you agree with it or not, guess what? Almost every military person I know, and I know a lot of them, (laughs) while they usually say they would not take a knee in front of our flag, they say we fought for your right to do it. So guess what? Our men and women are out there fighting for these people's rights to take a knee peacefully to say I don't agree with whatever it is, whatever it is they're not agreeing with, which in this case happens to be the way people of color are being treated. And so, you know what, Papa John, maybe it's wrap not it the up. NFL. It's not the and NFL. You're dumb. Your pizza blows ass. And you have to dip it in vats of garlic sauce to make it taste like, good. Like smother me in ranch <laughs> and put it in the toaster yes. oven until it's blackened before it's edible. And Peyton Manning's your spokesperson. I think he's had some sexual offense lawsuits against has him. Has he? Oh, I don't he even has. know. Oh, oh, from back in the day. Yeah. I can't even. I can't speak I on know. that because I don't know. But <laughs> oh. the jingles are amusing. They are. Oh, no, that's the nationwide. The, Those are the nationwide, nationwide commercials. Yeah, so like maybe it's not the protesting. Maybe it's like your spokesperson at the cardboard pizza. Yeah, maybe the ketchup a lot of other options sauce. out there yeah. that taste good. So just dial it down, Thank John. You. Maybe you should have us come and make him a sauce recipe because I have some amazing it. sauce. You mm-hmm. do? I, I haven't had your sauce yet. <gasps> I got to make it for you next I time. Want your sauce. It's like the one thing I really can cook. <laughs> I can make good bolognese. That's about it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> she just I just fell oh, in love even more with you and we'll pour some Locatelli cheese on it this is not Locatelli a sponsored post Locatelli rocks my world <laughs> I gotta tell you my mother is like the Italian and that cheese is she hoards that shit from me I'm like it's my friend who sent it she's like you're not using it we like freeze it so that no one can find it we don't want them just like sprinkling it random on no. something we like, hit it in the back of the freezer so no one can I'm like I cook with this shit you're not just sprinkling it on your salad you assholes <laughs> thanks Filmar Fuji yeah, for making Logan that happen the best. it was amazing yeah and right now we have the Dodgers Astros it's game seven it's, oh it's muted it's it's not looking good so the World Series will be over once this podcast is out. I have a feeling the Astros are going to win this one. I know. I'm it makes sad. me so sad. Your dad's at the My game, My dad's right? a huge Dodgers God. fan, and he's at the game. He has been since he was a little boy. Oh, and, man. Um, yeah, was he a Brooklyn brutal. Dodgers fan yes. first? That's why? Yes. Look at that. Absolutely. Have From you, Brooklyn. I love that. Who's your team, baseball-wise? Not really. I don't really have one. I like yeah. the Mets because, yeah. you know, they're... Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, no, it's all I, good. I don't really follow baseball. I know a lot of really good people with the Diamondbacks organization. Okay. So, like, Luis Gonzalez and, like, some of my friends who work for, like, the actual office. So they're a very good organization. I really love them. 
But as a baseball team, I don't really care for baseball, but I, I follow the Mets. That's my jam. That's cool. Yeah, but Cowboys, baby. I do follow them. That's the only thing I will unfriend you if you talk shit on my page. I would never unfriend you, but I know you would never do that. <laughs> we to have me. like friendly shit talking, though. Not even. It, not even. No. It's like, it's just Because I don't whatever. like shit talking. I don't. I would never put down someone else's team. Jason is a Seattle Seahawks fan. Oh, God. And um, it's hard for me. It's hard. <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard. He's like, when was the last time you won a Super Bowl? Shut I'm like, up. bitch, we have five rings. <laughs> Suck it. He's like, oh, that's the past. I'm like, it's still our record. <laughs> it's still our record. It's his one flaw. That's cute. You get <laughs> fired up. I feel like there's passion. There is. It's fun. He's nice about my Cowboys, though. He is? I know it kills him, but okay. he's nice He doesn't root for them, though. He doesn't, right but now. he pretend roots for them. He's like, oh, look, the Cowboys did well today. I'm like, you're a good faker. <laughs> Tommy's not. Because <laughs> he's a Cowboys fan. Exactly. I got him giant socks that are really cute. Does but he wear them? No, he'll never. I wear so them. approve of him being a, of your relationship. Once um, I found out he was a Cowboys fan, I was like, I already approve. Now I'm fully in. Yeah, it's cool. He's great. Anyway, um, I want to stay and talk with you. I'm gonna have to have you back I know. on. You got to go do work. I got to do the work thing. I got to bring home the bacon. Yeah. Um, what I I want to know if you have anything you want to pimp out or promote. I want you to tell everyone where they can see you perform. Well, my website JillKimmel.com is updated right now. I got to, but I'm gonna be actually in St. Louis Ooh. on Friday, November seventeenth. That's awesome. We're doing a show there with like some like Michael Winslow and um, like Richard Pryor Jr. It's like oh, an eclectic. Oh, he's really funny. It's an eclectic group of people, but I'm going to be at the Pageant Theater in St. Louis on Friday, November 17th. And then the following weekend, Thanksgiving weekend, Friday and Saturday, I'll be doing shows in St. Augustine. Oh, at Florida? Jackie Knight's. Yeah, in oh, Florida at the Gypsy at Comedy Club. So I'll be there Friday and Saturday nights. I would love to see people come out for that. And That's then I so have cool. other like random shows around. But JillKimmel.com you can. And then I'm on Instagram. It's me, Jill Kimmel. Twitter, it's me, Jill Kimmel. Facebook, Jill Kimmel. You'll hear my name a lot. Was there uh, um, another Jill Kimmel? Is that why there's it's me, Jill Kimmel? No, in front you know of it? what it is? I... Yes, there was. There I was. Googled you, and one of the things that came up is Jill Kimmel, Kimmel obituary, and I almost fainted. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, my God. Well, there's something you should know. You see dead people. No, but um, I was Jilly Pie, which is my nickname from childhood. Yeah. And then I realized, but then I couldn't be Jilly Pie on, in, on Twitter because someone else had it or something. Yeah. I wanted them to match because I realized if your Twitter and Instagram names match, if you tweet something and then share it to Instagram – it automatically okay. tags because it's there, but if the names are different, it won't. So I realize that. So it's just, it's me, Jill Kimmel, and all my stuff's on there. If you ever want to know anything about me, go. I post all the time, as anyone who follows me knows. Sometimes it's a little annoying, but I try to keep it fun. I love your food posts. I do post really good so food pictures. Happy. I have this iPhone 7 Plus, and uh. it takes really good pictures. So I try to post, you know, not a Keep lot of coming. I do. I post Please. a lot of pictures. Me and my boyfriend because, <laughs> yes, I'm an asshole. I'm in love. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Stay proud. And I stay love proud. it when his ex-girlfriend is liking my pictures on his Instagram Ooh, page. Wow. I'm like, follow me. How? How? Wow. Wow. Sorry about your life. I um, don't know. <laughs> oh, wait. I had rapid fire questions. I'm going to be late, but I don't care. And then I'm going to make you do your Lady Gaga read. Okay. Um, what? Okay. Goodfellas or The Godfather? Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Yeah. I, I don't agree with that. I know. Um, I, the Godfather is good, but I feel like I was so young when I watched it the first time. True. Goodfellas is a little more current that's, for me. Yeah. Oh. Look at you. Okay. Shouting apart. Uh, Robert De Niro or Al Pacino? 
De Niro. De Niro, me mm-hmm. too. I'm a De Niro girl. I, spe- I even <laughs> love him as like his, you know, he plays like these grandfather characters like lately, you know? I know. Like in that movie, The Apprentice with her. Oh, where wait, he was like no. the old guy who was like the assistant. Oh, that's the assist, the one with Anne Hathaway. Yes, oh, God, I, really I can watch that over and over that. again. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Bullionaise or meatballs? Bullionaise, always. Ooh, me yeah. too. Yeah. In, that, in fact, I usually crush my meatballs up into my sauce. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But I like a fake bolognese. I don't like it with the carrots and the celery. Oh, no. I just no, like no, meat never. sauce. Yes. Meat <laughs> yes. sauce. 100%. Oh, no. It's so Throw true. Throw a little cream and make a vodka meat sauce. <laughs> um, any given Sunday or Rudy? That's a tough one. I want to say Rudy because, you know, Rudy, but like any given Sunday, any given Sunday, my hormones take over any given any Sunday. Given yes. You. Yes. Yeah. God. Yeah. I just want to be Cameron Diaz's character in real life oh, in that movie. God's sake. Right? I want to own a football team. I, I always said when my dad <laughs> would buy a lottery ticket, I literally always said to him, if you win, will you buy me the Dallas Cowboys to play with? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Real Housewives of New Jersey or the Kardashians? Oh, Real Housewives. Any day, any <laughs> any installment with Real Housewives, except for those whores in Miami, <laughs> I don't care for them. That's really funny. Mm-hmm. Teresa Giudice from New Jersey mm-hmm. Housewives was just, she did some panel recently, and she was throwing so much shade at Sofia Vergara. She was saying that Sofia, she, the Wendy Williams show posted that. Wendy Williams, by the way, I hope you're feeling better. Oh, me too. Yeah, I saw that, that was yeah. so scary. Yeah. Um, she was saying that Sophia like refused to like pose with her in a picture and like Sophia's talked about how she's a Real Housewives fan. So Teresa oh, was just kind of like You're like first of all she's a real actress. Like yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> it <laughs> was Teresa, very weird. Come on. I, it, that's the thing. Yeah. Wendy was supporting Teresa and I was kind of like, "Yeah, it's Sophia Vergara. She's the highest paid actress on TV." I yeah, mean, and she seems like a little like kooky. So maybe she wasn't like getting feeling it. it. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> fine. Um Britney Spears or Lady Gaga? Oh wow. This is tough. How, this is like Sophie's choice for you. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I really do love them both because I really, as a person, I think Brittany, I think she went through some tough times. I don't ever make fun of her. I feel like what she went through, like emotionally and stuff, was a legitimate like health thing. It ruined I, it really a yeah. lot in her. Yeah. However, I'm going to say Gaga because that voice, that voice, that voice. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go with Gaga. But Look boy, do I love to watch Britney dance. Oh, God. Yeah. A good Britney dance from 2001 just makes every day better. I love to watch you do the Britney dance. <laughs> and if you will post that on your next video that you post, oh, everyone man. deserves to see it. This is a good segue. Everyone does a Lady Gaga read at the end of my podcast. Oh, really? Because she retweeted a parody I did of hers. Right. Yes. So Give me you're... a million reasons. <laughs> yep. That's a good karaoke. It's a tough song to sing, though. I you could barely it. sing it. Ugh. Anyway, I picked, I always pick a different song for people. And this one I picked because Beyonce is in it too. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Queen Bee? Um, Queen Bee's in it. And there's, this is the only song that there's some rapping in of Lady Gaga. So I thought that would be telephone? fun. This is telephone. Ah! You guessed it. You guessed it. Do we sing it you or are we nothing. reading it? <laughs> you can read it. I'm trying to find, so these are the lyrics. I'm trying to find the part where, the rapping starts. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Um, hold on. Gosh, I haven't heard this in a minute. I know. It's I did fine. a song the other night at live band karaoke. They're like, do this. And I'm like, well, I haven't done that. And they start the music. I'm like, oh my God. And I totally screwed Here up the whole first couple of verses of No Diggity. So oh, how could you do that? I, I was like caught off guard. So it's boy, the way you blow it up my phone. So that's the rap part. If you want to do that, or you could start from the beginning. God, and I can't even like hear it in my head. Boy, the way you blowing up my phone don't make me leave no faster. My code on faster. Leave my girls no faster. I should have left my phone at home because this is a disaster. Calling like a collector. Sorry, I cannot answer. Not that I don't like you. I'm just at a party and I am sick and tired of my phone ringing. Sometimes I feel like I don't even know. I live in Grand Central Station. Tonight I'm not taking no calls because I'll be dancing because I'll be dancing i'll be dancing tonight i'm not taking no calls because i'll be dancing stop calling stop calling i don't want to think anymore i don't even know how the tune goes you're this is awful no, you're so I, but i can good. read i left my hand and my heart on the dance floor stop calling stop calling i don't want to talk anymore i left my hand and my heart on the dance floor stop calling stop calling i don't want to talk anymore i don't even know you're killing it that okay. was amazing I, no i let my heart Keep going. Eh, 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 stop telephoning me i'm busy she's busy call all you want jesus christ who is it is this my ex-husband calling you if it was jason i'd be like oh my god call me back please call me back from <laughs> China. <laughs> oh man, terrible! You're but amazing. Fun. You're I love amazing. You so much. I love you. We're yes. gonna see each other soon. We are. We are. I'm sorry we couldn't do two hours on the pod. It's fine. No, thank you so much for being here. We you're love the you. Shit. you guys. Always listen to Jacqueline. She's the best and sweetest person in the world. And if you love her on your podcast, meet her in person and see her. She's really funny. <laughs> oh my god, I paid her to say that <laughs> with meatballs and blue moon <laughs> and blue moon. <laughs> um, anyway, that's it, guys. This is what's your jersey. I'm your host, Jacqueline Marfuji, and and everyone have a great weekend and I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. <laughs>